You're listening to This Shit Happened with Danielle and Lauren. Whee! <laughs> Hello. Welcome Hello. to This Shit Happens. Yay! Yay. I'm Danielle. I'm Lauren. And that's Jeffrey. Oh Jeffrey. my gosh. He's our He's special our- guest today. I hope you could all hear Paul yelling in the background. (laughs) I did. Hey, Paul. (laughs) You'll have to watch this later so that he can say hi back. Um, So this week we are doing uh, personal boundaries. Shit happened. But as always, we're going to start with our fun facts for May 2nd. Except for me, who just does fun facts on whatever the fuck day I want. Yep. Yep. So my first fun fact is more than 52% of the world's population is under 30. Huh. Yeah. It's good stuff. And that was numbers as of 2012. wonder what it is now. I'm not going to look. <laughs> Can you hear that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I like it. Puppy woke Sound up effects. from a nap and is ready to play. <laughs> uh, love it. There are more than 24 time zones around the world. Okay. More? More than 24. Why? I don't know. It's a big planet. Yeah, but I mean, there's 24 hours in the day, so why would you have? That's fair. (laughs) Charlie? Uh, And then... Do oceans have their own time zones? Like probably. Like are there stretches of, the of ocean with just its own time zone? Yeah. 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 I mean, I think there's not much in the ocean where there's not land, at least somewhere. Yeah. In that vertices. And then uh, my last fun fact will be that California is the home to the artichoke capital of the world. Ugh. You know what? <laughs> you, you don't like artichokes? I don't. Oh. Now I, I also don't find... like avocado. Yeah, oh, no. Weird. I'm the well, worst California You're ever. saving a lot of water. I am. I'm going to read this one to you instead, then, since you hate me for that one. The most <laughs> typical human fits this description. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> I, thought, uh, I was waiting. Most typical person is right handed. They make. Okay less than $12,000 per year. They have a mobile phone and they don't have a bank account. Huh. Does that make you feel better about your lives? (laughs) It does, actually. Two out of four. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Okay. So so maybe we're we're atypical. (laughs) Well, mostly. Kind of. Jeffrey's like, ugh, typical. Okay, so... When I started this, I accidentally had it on May 1st, <laughs> which That's is May Day. recording. <laughs> but there was some really cool stuff, so I want to share that anyway. And I'll allow then, it. And then the other stuff. Um, because on May 1st, in 1753, was the publication of Species Planetarium uh, by Carolus Linnaeus. And that's the official like start date of plant taxonomy that was adopted by the International Code of Botanical Nomenclature. Oh. That's fucking old. Yeah. I thought it it was interesting. Also on May 1st in 1776 was the founding of the Illuminati. Oh. 1776? 
1776. So that's yes. why it's that's why the the pyramids on the dollar, isn't it? It is. So I had to keep that. I, I had to share it because it was cool. Yeah. Also, in, on May first in 1840 was the first the world's first adhesive postage postage stamp wow. in Great Britain. <laughs> there were a Jolly lot of good. there were a lot of firsts on May first because that. 1841 was also the first immigrant wagon train leaving Independence, Missouri for California. Okay, now let's actually do May 2nd. <laughs> Just, a <laughs> Just a couple. Just a couple. 1885, Good Housekeeping was first published. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. I did not realize that was that old. I imagined no. it coming out in like the 50s. Right. 1885. Well, May 2nd. Shit. Right. Um, uh, 1908, May 2nd, Take Me Out to the Ball Game was registered for copyright. <laughs> Wait. 1908? 1908. That means that it's no longer copyright or because it's another hundred know. years? Well, no, you, re you, you can renew it. Yeah, I don't know. Copyright. Well, they didn't renew Happy Birthday. Well, that's good because I don't want to pay money every time I go to a birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> More than I pay in gifts and whatever. You just give you a suit right. every time you leave the house. Good thing um, we can't leave. <laughs> since I had so many from May 1st, I only did a couple from May 2nd. Uh, 1949, uh, Arthur Miller won the Pulitzer Prize for Death of a Salesman. Aww. And 1970, first woman jockey at the Kentucky Derby, Diane oh. Crumb. Yeah. And then these are just fun. Uh, 1997, May 2nd, Austin Powers International Man of Mystery was Stop released. Stop it. Don't do that. No, you're we're gonna get this one too. No. Uh, May 2nd, 2008, Iron Man, first Marvel movie. Yep, you're welcome. 2008. Did you, did you see how many have been released since? No. Yeah, we don't talk about that either. It's there's, just this day. <laughs> there's so many. All of them. All of them have been released. Yes, yeah, that's true. <laughs> All of the ones that have been released are released. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I know it's a lot because we're working our way through the Marvel catalog with the munchkin and we just got we just finished guardians of the galaxy volume two i love uh, those soundtracks They're it's excellent. taking a long time oh it is the best soundtrack but yeah. yeah oh yeah so that that should happen so on may that, that should happen. and may 1st and may 1st also shit happened yep um so i'm gonna start off with Going over personal boundaries and uh, what types of personal boundaries there are. So there are material, physical, mental, emotional, sexual, and spiritual. And those are all your own personal boundaries. Ready, go. Discuss. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, what, why is sexual different from a physical boundary? Because physical boundaries pertain to your personal space, privacy, and body. So do you give a handshake or a hug to whom and when? How do you feel about loud music, nudity, locked doors, sexual boundaries? Protect your comfort level with sexual touch and activity. What, where, when, and with whom? Very like, important. You like that research? That's what I did. Yeah. I did that. <laughs> that it, is more it almost sounds like it. you wrote all of that information yourself. It was so thorough. I know. I'm <laughs> so good at what I do. Um, so basically, we picked this topic by we. I mean, I told Lauren we're doing this one this week. Um, 
<laughs> however many days ago. Yeah, but I threw it up in the uh, you list did. of topics. You wrote so it down. It is, a, it is a we picked. Yes. Um, but this was, actually, this was actually a topic that we had back when we were first deciding what we were doing. Mm-hmm. And uh, it seems very pertinent right now because for the people that aren't uh, trapped at home alone, the personal boundaries are very physical and mental. And for the people mm-hmm. who are alone, they get to be different. <laughs> yeah. So we kind of wanted to go through how those personal boundaries have changed with the stay at home order. And if something has gotten better or worse, if we are focusing more on being able to express what our boundaries are, if we're figuring out what those boundaries are better. Um, yeah. So probably a fair time to, to realize what your own boundaries are right now. Yeah. <laughs> that's all you have time to do is sit and think that I don't like this or, oh, this is what I need. Right. It's like forcing us to be in a position where now we have to understand what we need for ourselves and whether Mm -hmm. that be, I need to create personal boundaries of my own thoughts against this situation, or I need to create personal boundaries against this person being in my space 24 (laughs) seven or this cat grabbing my hand every five seconds, whatever it is like, (laughs) Hey, no, he's biting me. (laughs) Stop it. Um, Yeah. (laughs) So we're here to discuss. Jeffrey, what are your thoughts on this? Welcome, guest. Um, (laughs) Well, if we're just, well, thank you for having me, by the way. And I also wanted to draw back and say that the only reason I know the pyramid is on the dollar bill is because of uh, the Nicolas Cage movie. National (laughs) Treasure. Um, National Treasure. So I really don't know if that's even true. (laughs) It is. Uh, It's also in the books that... um, like the Vinci Code, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which those are not Nicolas Cage movies. Those are Tom Hanks movies. That is I've seen none of those. So look, now you know two facts. from two the, the second one's Angels and Demons or something yep. like that, right? Yeah. yeah. Those are good movies. I haven't seen them in a long time. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> nice little deliberation. Um, Just trying to distract from answering. Look at this. Yeah, I'm pretty good at it, aren't I? You are. But I know what you're doing, so I'll just <laughs> make you come back around. Right. Well, um, I mean, aside from dealing with all of the loneliness and boredom and trying to find things to do, yeah, I think that there is a healthy amount of time to spend with yourself and to ruminate and reminisce, you know, and kind of listen to your body, um, something that I don't think that a lot of people are able to do when you're constantly running from, you know, whether it's work or school or, you know, meeting up with people for whatever activity you're doing, you know, taking care of people and running errands. Um, You know, I think today there's every bit of free time we try to fill, even if it's just sitting by yourself in a room, you're looking at your phone, you're on your computer. Um, You know, I don't think people really spend time actually meditating and clearing their thoughts just to kind of feel what's going on with them in that moment. Um, And I say all this because, you know, it's been a time that I've been doing that where I've been kind of trying to find ways to mitigate my anxiety or my depression and not wanting to feel lonely. But then I realized maybe that's kind of important to slow down 
and to feel that so I can understand myself more. And then from there, you know, I kind of am learning more about my own boundaries and what I want to cultivate for myself and what I want people to bring to me or what I want to, uh, to allow people to bring to me in my life. Um, Cause I try to always kind of sacrifice my own comfort to make other people feel happy. Um, <laughs> None so of us do that. <laughs> so is yeah, that a family I, you know, trait? I think, no, <laughs> I think that's more common than, than not. I think a lot of people would rather not experience conflict. So they would opt to, um, try to please someone else rather than listen to what they want. You know, at least for me personally, I, I, I know what I want and what I feel. And I know I, you know, I can get that some other time if I just listen to other person and give them what they want, then I feel less anxious about that moment. Um, but that's kind of that thing. That's that, that hiding from your feelings, um, and kind of trying to find a way to solve the feelings rather than listen to them and let them exist, you know? And so having personal boundaries comes from personal needs and, uh, yeah, it's, it's, this is a, this is a good time to slow down and, learn about yourself and your personal needs yeah i mean the I like world that. kind of forced it on us and right. yeah we don't really have a choice but at the same time i mean just going on social media and seeing the crazy amount of people that are like trying so hard to connect with something and paul and i were talking the other day about how a lot of people are doing this and it feels like they're trying to find their identity through other people because that's the only way they know who they are so if they're not right. interacting with someone else, they have lost their own sense of self. And if you are with yourself and you feel like you don't have that own personality, you don't have a definition of who you are, then how can you find that without somebody else telling you who you are? Um, and I think there's come a lot of important <laughs> moments within this where when you do have to sit alone with your own thoughts, and you can't go run out to a bar or whatever it is that you do. Like for me, I was, and you know, I'm still constantly busy. <laughs> we don't drink around here. Um, you know, and I have learned that at the beginning of this with all of the people that reached out, it was like, oh my gosh, are you okay? Do you need anything? Is there anything I do? And I was like, whoa, like, let me breathe for a moment. And, you know, they were reaching out because it was what they needed. Yeah. Um, it was a little hard for me to absorb so many voices coming at me and, oh my gosh, help me, Danielle. Like, I know that you're always here. You're always going to help. And I was like, oh, I do always do that for people. And it was a time when I needed to be able to help myself because the world is in such chaos that I was like, I, I can't. Like, they're, everybody all at once is too much. <laughs> yeah, I was probably uh, one of those people. Yes. So what okay. type of boundary is that? That was probably a mix of the mental and emotional boundaries. Right. Um, and so which, that's, that's something that everybody's kind of learning how to deal with right now. Yeah. That maybe people didn't even know that they needed to have. Right. I mean, you know, it was easier when the world felt like certain times of day were for socializing. And then once that was done, I could stop and be like, okay, I'm done with my day now. And they'd be like, oh, okay. But when this all happened, everybody's like, well, I'm not working, so I'm going to stay up till two in the morning. I'm like, no, no, I still have to go to bed early. And um, so the first couple of weeks was just like, 
everybody wanted to do FaceTime calls, but you know, Zoom, whatever. And it was text all me all day. Life. Right. <laughs> text me all day. Tell me your stories. Um, so, it, you know, with physical boundaries, it's easy for me. Like I can, I can set those. I can just stand over here. I can change my body language to not accept you coming in my bubble. <laughs> you can put on a resting bitch face. You can slump your shoulders for Like it's easy to not have to communicate that with words and people kind of innately understand that. Um, That's what headphones are for. Right. In, pub in public. Yeah. I am I mean, not open to interaction. Yeah. yeah. Although people still try to talk to you, but it's yeah, like, no one cares. I mean, if you just like point at your ear now, they're like, oh, but it's like now the right. masks that we should all be wearing when we leave. That's creating this personal boundary that I love. Like random people aren't trying to come talk to me. And it's like, oh no, is she, is she infected? I have to stay over here. And I'm like, oh no, bye. And like, huh. <laughs> I haven't had that happen. I've only gone out like twice though. Oh, I'm the one that the goes store. shopping every week. So I, I tried not to. Yeah, that's so. wise for you. Yeah. You're, you're a little immunocompromised. So. A little bit. <laughs> Don't do that shit. Yeah. And it's but, also important for people working right now. I mean, I think today is, yeah, well, it's May Day, and people are striking for, or boycotting at the very least, for yeah. a certain amount of uh, companies or certain select companies right now that have been making record profits during this time when right. there's people who don't even have a job or make any money at all. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's definitely important to respect the physical boundaries for other people too and, and and you know kind of going outside of your own body and remembering that other people can also get sick from your dumb right. ass who <laughs> doesn't wash their hands <laughs> yeah and that's the, you know that's what scares me the most is feeling that guilt because i gave it to like i could be a carrier and possibly give it to somebody else like that scares me more than me getting it um and that's just because of who i am and my own, like, I would drown, I would literally drown in my own guilt if I knew that I had given someone COVID. It's like, how many other people could they give that to? Who is that going to kill? And like, spiral, um, which is why oh. I need to, <laughs> so I have to set some of those boundaries. Um, yeah, and it's, so you know, we sit and look at all these models all day, like, there was somebody in the first few weeks of quarantine uh, somebody brought up like the match model it's like even if you know if you have a row of matches and you light one eventually they're all gonna catch on fire yep right and until so, you remove one yeah oh there's the person that has yeah. all of a sudden Spread them out there you go yeah don't put them next to each other right <laughs> that's so weird yeah i mean we've gotten to the point in nevada county where like there are only two active cases and I mean, I'm not sure how many people haven't gotten tested with symptoms, but I mean, we are very spread out here. So right. <clears throat> it doesn't surprise me if that's just what it is here until people start traveling and then go and bring it here and bring it back or, you know, mm -hmm. and it's like people are getting restless and they're starting to take away other people's personal boundaries because they don't believe it for themselves. And it's frustrating yes. as shit. <laughs> um, and, you know, even just the emotional boundaries of, you know, people 
reaching out on Facebook and needing something or asking for help or just stating their own worries and somebody else coming in with, oh, well, nothing's changed for me. Why are you acting like this? We should be protesting. We need to get out there. We need to reopen the country. And it's like, go the fuck away. <laughs> well, that's about as logical as me saying, you know, I've never actually seen a wombat in person, so they clearly don't exist. <laughs> right. Well, it doesn't affect me, so it doesn't exist. Yeah, that's yeah. like freaking flat earthers who, <laughs> like, it's literally gotten that bad. Like, there's proof that the earth is round. We can clearly see that. And they're like, no, I can look straight out. There's a straight. It's all flat. Like, are you flat? Like, <laughs> there's dimensions. <laughs> I don't understand. No, dimensions are wrong. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's a lie from NASA. No. You have fun with that one, Jeffrey? I like that. <laughs> flat earthers. <laughs> um, yeah, you can invite me back for the flat earther episode. <laughs> we will we'll do a conspiracy episode. I'll do, I'll be the devil's advocate and I'll, I'll really come swinging for those oh, flat earthers. I, th I think Paul um, would need to be on the cons conspiracy one too. Aliens. <laughs> hey, they just, I think, the, do you think that the government was trying to distract by declassifying those Pentagon videos of, of military aircraft spotting, whatever. The TIE UFOs. fighters? Those are TIE fighters. The Mark TIE Hamill fighters. said so on his Twitter. <laughs> he told wow. me it was a TIE he fighter. Would, he would know. He would. He yeah, would it, was just, it was just George Lucas taking his TIE fighter for a spin. <laughs> um, I think it's funny, I, one of you mentioned the headphones in public as a kind of signifying don't mm -hmm. don't talk to me or don't look at me you know i'm busy or i'm in my space a very forward you know um up it's a very upfront way of kind of signifying that you are in your own world um although some people might just honestly be grooving to music with no prerogative outside of that but um when i and i'm sure this happens in in many cities metropolitan areas but when i was in london and you go on the underground they call it the tube uh Oops. The, the um, everybody was headphones in and reading a newspaper. So two two boundaries. <laughs> yeah. And nobody spoke a word. I remember I laughed one time and everybody looked at me. <laughs> They're like, and that that was such a a shallow physical boundary. Like even my voice crossed into their world. You know, because it's again like you, these people are rushing around. There's so much happening. They're so tired and worn down by constantly being around people that when you're on the tube, even though you're crammed, you know, shoulder to shoulder, bumper to bumper with people um, on, on, on the underground, you still want the most amount of space you can create. And so everybody's got the headphones and the newspaper and nobody's making eye contact. And if somebody laughs, then you get glared at. And it's just <laughs> such, it was such an interesting thing. I don't, I don't know if, the, if those, the Brits are just so polite and courteous <laughs> to others and just, Course, I think yeah, it's called not. respectful. Well, I mean, you to, know. You know, to, to well, like, be sharing a quiet conversation and still be causing what I felt was a raucous was very interesting. Um, and to me, it was just, you know, I, I grew up in a small town and moved to Eugene from a small town. And, you know, so everybody's very friendly and open and you say hi and, you know, you talk to people every time you see them because you don't run into people as much as you do in the city. Um, so it was just really interesting to see that behavior just so normalized when nobody wanted to talk. It was just dead silent. 
everybody's winding down or mentally preparing themselves to get shit on by their boss that day or something, you know, it was like, it was very, very, very different kind of zeitgeist um, over there in, in, in England. Apparently I need to move because that sounds awesome, right? <laughs> well, I mean, once you get out of the tube, then it's all chaos. Right, that's, it's complete chaos. Yeah. I mean, it's but a lot I, of tourists too. Yeah, yeah, it was the biggest city in the entire world, so. Because um, I used to wear headphones on the bus, like in college. Gosh, yeah. I wouldn't even listen to anything. I just had headphones yeah. in because I didn't want anyone to talk to me. I do that frequently. Yeah. I mean, especially yeah. in SAC going on any of their public transit. Yeah. People just want to talk to you or blast their music. And I'm like, don't <laughs> just put headphones on my head. They're not even in my ears. And people are like, right. oh, she's, she says no. Right. And so could that be a physical boundary that's maybe unhealthy? You know, we're constantly like, we're losing the ability to speak to each other kind of in a way, kind of like the bystander effect, you know, it's like, you can see something happening, but you're not going to do anything because you're already so busy with you're, you know, swiping on Tinder, or, you know, liking your mom's photos on Facebook or whatever you're doing. Uh, Complaining you know. about her stuff. Sure. Um, what, yeah. Like yeah. I mean, that, that makes it, it brings up a good point. But at the same time, because of the constant barrage of people invading our personal boundaries in social media, on TV, there, you know, there's all of these new portals of getting into our lives. We have to shut them out somehow. And yeah, that's taken away yeah. a little bit from our face-to-face -face interactions in human form, but people also are very stupid in social interactions. Like they don't understand how to socially interact. And there is lots of inappropriate, I think that I have the right to now come into your bubble even though you have turned your body away from me just because I want to talk to you um, and it's I think it's this we've lost the ability to respect people saying no yeah that's um, I think I think that was what tr made me want to talk about this because something happened and I was pissed off because it was something that I was doing that was good for me Mm -hmm. I think somebody was trying to tell me, like, it was stupid and I shouldn't do that. I can't remember what it was. It's because it was in, like, November. <laughs> I know. It was, it was a while ago. But I got pissed and I was like, we need to talk about personal boundaries and how they're for a fucking good reason. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with setting your own boundary and sticking to it. Right. And, you and, know, if we're not hurting other people with our boundaries... Right. And, you know, that you know, even that's a fine line because there are certain boundaries where, like, I am an introvert. I need to be able to re recharge by being alone. Yeah. Paul is extroverted. That exhale sounds very <laughs> cathartic. You heard, you heard the word recharge and you were just like, yep. yeah. Yeah, recharge. I mean, <sighs> I mean um, Yeah, but, you know, I have Paul who's an extrovert and he's been working remotely for however many years. So I would come home from being in an office where I'm just like, holy shit, humans all day long. And then I come home and he's like, I'm like, okay, Paul, you know, so I made this boundary where when I come home, you are quiet for 30 minutes. Just, I need to exist in my home in quiet where I feel safe right. and comfortable for 30 minutes. 
And he was I'm like, just, okay. I'm imagining Paul is like a like an eager <laughs> black lab sitting outside the glass door, just like waiting. Can I come in? Can I come it's like in? vibrating. Is it time? It, I right, mean, he right actually now? does this movement, so I hope he watches the actual video instead of listening this week. Um, but yeah, and, oh wait, is this know, gonna be? Is this gonna be on video? It might be. I oh. might just send it. I said it's a last time we did a. Uh, I just did a unshared link, and I sent it to Nella because <laughs> she likes to watch it. Um, so it'll probably just be Nella watching. <laughs> I know. And now everybody knows that who's listening. <laughs> oh yeah, if, uh, yeah. If you guys have any questions about what we're wearing, you just gotta ask Nella. Right. <laughs> well, I told her that she has to do reaction videos and then post it to our page. So that <laughs> oh. she was like trying to respond to us last time. I would watch that. Right. So would I. Yeah. It would be great. Um, but yeah, I mean, it is. That's one of the hard things for me is telling people what I need because I don't see my needs as being very important. Um, <laughs> I'm yep. down over there. Um, so <laughs> even just me being like, yo, I need 30 minutes when I would get home from the office was like a big deal for me. Yeah. Um, and it's, yeah, I felt that way. Even just 10 minutes. Like I've, I've had to ask yeah. that before, just like, uh, you know, because people get mad. They'd be like, why are you so grumpy right as you get home? And I'm like, well, you know, I just had a long day. And right, right as you jump in my face and eating more for me, it's kind of stressful. And yeah, it, it makes it worse when you don't ask for is, is the problem. It's kind of mm -hmm. like for me, when I have needs, I might not say it, but I always kind of act the way that I want to, whether or not. And then it puts, <laughs> it puts people off and just, yeah. you know, so learning <laughs> right. how to express your boundaries ends up being beneficial to everybody because then they see you communicating to them respectfully you know you're giving right. them the time of day to let them know how you're feeling and um showing them if you give me this this space i can come back and be a more full person when we're together you know yeah. mutually i can I think be present for you <laughs> i think that's hard for people to learn how to do though yeah is to just say this is what i need <laughs> like <laughs> We know that for you. I mean, because I think I wasn't really totally vocalizing it for a while. No um, way. And then I ended up imploding. I like blew up over here because I'm very much introvert. I very much need to be alone. And I've been in lockdown with a six-year-old. <laughs> mm. So we now have a schedule. Like today, she's not here. Today, she's at her grandpa's house. Today's my day <laughs> that I get to like recharge because it's been quiet all day because my husband's at work and she's at grandpa's so that's why fridays are my favorite because it's yeah. a re it's recharge day and then Thanks, i come Pops. in here like come be on a fucking podcast let's that's okay. talk I took, shit <laughs> i took a nap it was good you did i, did I took a day nap got up did my work and then i took a nap it was amazing. a day nap versus a night nap which is just sleeping sleeping <laughs> i mean that's basically <laughs> how she does sleep so yeah you're like an iron man sleeper you sleep for 30 minutes and wake up and go back to it every time uh, i don't know how people do that yeah, yeah have you ever heard of that sleep schedule yeah yeah it's pretty crazy yeah you, i think it's you sleep for 30 minutes and you're awake for four hours is the, the standard yeah and you just yeah. rinse and repeat that and i just it works for some people it certainly does uh right i mean a 30 I, minute nap can do wonders <laughs> yeah but i mean you need consistent rem sleep to yeah you know because uh, i've i've um 
So uh, I have a biology degree. Wow, look at that. Um, and oh, aren't you fancy? When you, so when fancy. you pay attention in class, you learn about <laughs> things. Shit. I know. That's uh, what I did wrong. And during a, a neurobiology class, um, we read a paper about how the longer you sleep, the more your body kind of turns over cells and kind of like cerebral fluid in your spine and stuff like that. Um, you know, all that fluid gets built up with uh, junk, kind of ubiquitous proteins and neurotransmitters that need to get reset. Uh, for anyone who doesn't understand what that means, we'll just put it simply like you, you got a bunch of puzzle pieces and they kind of get ground up into little random chunks and your body has to, you know, reset them, kind of reuse them. Um, so sleep is essential for re rekindling all of those supplies you have in your body and getting them ready for the next day. Yeah, um, and it's not even just your brain. Like, it goes the same thing for your muscles because, you know, especially when you're working out, your body builds muscle by creating micro tears. And they cannot heal and repair themselves unless you are finding those moments of sleep. Yeah, which I don't think you can do in that 30-minute no. Iron Man schedule. I have no mm -hmm. idea. I think that's just people who are obsessed with the internet can't yeah. miss a moment. Right. You know, and there's, there is one sleep study that I read that was um, you sleep for four-hour increments instead. So you sleep for four hours, you wake up in the middle of the night, you do some tasks that will... So what this one was focused on was like learning something new. So you sleep for four hours, wake up in the middle of the night, find something that you're learning, look at it for like an hour, and then you go back to sleep and sleep for another four hours. And it's supposed to help you remember. I don't know if I believe that, but I mean. I have to turn the heater off, it's hot. <laughs> there goes Lauren. Bye, host. Now we see your butt. Good thing this yeah, is only going to Nella. <laughs> well, now everyone knows. You, you outed Lauren. Yeah. What? I'm in pajamas? <laughs> well, no, near. your butt was in the mirror. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> she is wearing pants, everyone. Yes, there are, yeah. <laughs> there are pants, pants covering her butt. I've got yeah. leggings on. What do they look like? have flowers the so dogs that, wait so that, on. was Still that a boundary here. did you cross a boundary yes oh my gosh Just danielle no you ruined it we don't have that cry boundary <laughs> that's not about As we're supposed to pretend there's no background dancing. it's just us yeah oh Sorry, well, we could boundary. do that hold on i mean we could put up backgrounds yeah you want our backgrounds jeffrey we'll the that. brick wall that is very oh. symbolic <laughs> now my background is Lauren's face and my face from last recording. I can't say I'm familiar enough with Zoom. So there's, we're going to take a brief intermission from talking about personal boundaries. So if you go down to bottom where it says stop video, there's an arrow next to it. And then you have an option to choose a virtual background. Where'd you go? You're not supposed to actually stop your video. Uh. <laughs> Click the arrow next to it. <laughs> oh, I, I see. Okay. Um, what in the fuck, Lauren? <laughs> this was requested. There's a... Uh, <laughs> I don't know what it is, but it was requested. It's like a creepy clown smashing oh, its face into the glass. That's bad. That's not good. <laughs> I'm going to go back to my forest. <laughs> yeah 
Uh, Add image. I forgot oh. we did actual backgrounds last time. And then we brick. made our arms disappear. Now I have a brick wall. Oh no! Jeffrey is in Jeffrey. <laughs> <laughs> Ew! <laughs> so uh -oh. th this is our guest inside of himself. <laughs> this is his new personal boundary of existing within himself. Is this, uh, are we not taking a little a break here? Is this, well, this is, is, is everyone, everyone going to hear my struggle? <laughs> yeah, we'll just keep talking oh, about it. Oh, no. While, while you're struggling, I will, um, I'm going to read what the definitions of the, <laughs> the boundaries are, just so that everybody else can know Why? instead of just me. <laughs> Because your laptop hates you. So material, yeah. material boundaries uh, determine whether you give or lend things, such as your money, car, clothes, books, food, or toothbrush. So that is your boundary to be able to say no if somebody wants to take something from you. Um, <clears throat> we went through physical boundaries already. Right. <laughs> Mental boundaries apply to your thoughts, values, and opinions. Are you easily suggestible? Do you know what you believe? And can you hold on to your opinions? Can you listen with an open mind to someone else's opinion without becoming rigid? If you become highly emotional, argumentative, or defensive, you may have weak emotional boundaries. I'm gonna pause on that one because oh, I just learned something about myself. Uh -oh. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna pause, pause on those mental boundaries for a moment. Uh, <laughs> um, I think this is one that we all struggle with. I mean, we have things that make us feel comfortable and sometimes rather than it actually being a personal boundary that somebody is breaking by coming up with something to us, it is actually our own discomfort with our mental boundaries. Like we are not able to separate. We are not able to see their point of view. We are not able to accept their own boundaries, their own opinion, and it causes us pain or stress or anxiety. Um, yeah. And that's all of the above. Right. And that's one, <laughs> that's one where that boundary has to exist within you. So um, if something is upsetting you that somebody else has said, which right now is very easy to do because there are a lot of stupid things being said. Right. If we don't have the ability to say, I'm going to step away from this, I understand that this is your opinion, but mine is something different, and clearly you're not going to change, even though you're wrong, I'm going to go <laughs> over here and be okay with that and do what I can to put some good into the world. Um, and so, you know, I try to balance that out for myself. If somebody pisses me off and says something stupid, I try to post something that's inspirational to my friends, something that makes them feel like they're not alone. And that's my way of setting that mental boundary so that I can still feel useful in my own mind for this purpose in the world, whatever that means. Um, yeah. Let's, let's hear your, uh... go ahead, Jeffrey. I see your brain. See your see brain. It. Oh man, it's glowing. It's like my emotional, my emotional boundaries are getting rattled right now. They're just seething out of my head. <laughs> I'm like, I disagree so much. I need to say something right now. Um, I think that with like, you know, constant exposure to ideas or the ability to kind of like say whatever we want on social media to echo chambers and not really get 
disagreements or wherever, you know, wherever you are on like Reddit or the YouTube comments or like, you know, Club Penguin, wherever you are. Um, <laughs> like, Is that still you, a thing? He's so I don't hip. Know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the, I thought that was all the rage. Um, the uh, the point I'm trying to make is that you know people are kind of losing self control for involving their emotions with with their opinions um, because there's you're, it's so easy for you to go say your opinion and not get someone disagreeing with you in a healthy way you know usually you just see people fighting in comments or like it's it's either an argument or it's it's nothing is what I'm starting to see more and more which yeah kind of that that self control that people used to have you know the ability to listen. Um, <laughs> Hmm. what well now they're hiding behind a screen they think yeah, they're and, safe yeah and you're safe and you kind of get to say whatever you want and there's no there's no ramifications of what you say and not not like you should, anyone is, i'm not saying people should be punished for having an opinion i'm saying that like you're allowed to say whatever you want and it might just be not not stupid but you you, you people should kind of disagree with you and you should be able to talk about it Right. Um, you should be able to have adult conversations. Yeah. A discourse. And that Absurd. just doesn't happen as much. No, like, it's all, I can't believe you even thought about saying something that is different than what I just said. Yeah. And so, you know, I think with, with the lack of self-control, people get more insecure um, with how they feel. So they constantly have to kind of parrot and project. Uh, projecting. We should do right. a projecting shit happened. I'll write it down. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, yeah. boss. I'm glad to be a part of this. Um, <laughs> this is what happens. You commented uh, on our stuff, and now you're here. <laughs> whoops. Oopsie poopsie. Well, um, I'm glad to be here, so thank you. <laughs> yeah, we're glad to have you. We've been talking uh, about it for a while. We're like, we need to figure out how to have guests on here. Yeah, now we and know how. So the quarantine so is like, yo. Thanks, virus. Right. <laughs> And I'm the I'm the I'm the uh, inaugural guest. You are. But also, could I just throw out there? I'm pretty sure the last time I saw you, you were like 12. <laughs> and I, do was... I look the same? <laughs> I mean, I can't even say you look taller right now because he is. Well, I, well, yeah, I would assume so. Although I yeah. don't know, you how tall were you? You were almost this height at my wedding, and you weren't 12 then. You were close to. Oh 12, yeah, that's though. true. Yeah, I mean. I was, I was like 17, I forgot about that. 15, you 17. Were 17. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, that everybody was, a, was that, drunk. It's fine. That was a great year, you know, learning how to drink in public as a 17 year old. I don't know if that was considered public. I brought the public <laughs> to you, I guess. Yeah, I mean, you're in public. If, if I think if there's guests, then that's public. You're in public. You know, you can't. But it was a private event. If you can't walk around with your pants off, then you're in public. Who so. said you couldn't? <laughs> I. There was a dress code. I was. Was there? <laughs> I was part of the wedding. I couldn't just take off my slacks. That's true. I Anyways. didn't give you the slacks. All I gave you was a tie and a vest. A tie? Was it a bow tie? No. You get those ugly blue ties that were like $2. <laughs> it was powder blue. Thank you. Not ugly. It's baby blue. Um, Anyways. Um, <laughs> we're good at tangents here. That's yes. Why that's why we're here. I mean, you know, for all our listeners who um, indulge in, uh, legally indulge in the marijuana, I'm sure they forget what we're talking about and really enjoy these <laughs> random shoots. <laughs> are you saying that our podcasts are for people who are just high? 
Yeah, I mean, what else do you can, do when you listen yeah. to podcasts? I listen while I'm working. Oh, wow. <laughs> I disagree. I just, I just, well, I'm offended. Um, oh, fuck you. <laughs> Get off our fucking show. Go full, go well, so I think that's head. actually funny. If people, you can't even say I'm offended without needing to say anything else. Like, I feel like you should be able to just say I'm offended and have that mean something itself. Like, it's like, oh, I'm upset. And then you should stop that. Like you said, yeah. you're isolated. You don't have to back it up yeah. always, you know. But I think it would mean something if it wasn't thrown around so much. Yeah, we've made I'm offended a more it's an eye satire. When I hear someone say they're offended, I just want to roll my eyes now. Because yeah. I'm like, oh, fucking course you are. Yeah. What's Everybody's the, offended the, by everything. The meme, the new meme name, Karen. Karen. Right? Oh, Don't God, be a Karen. Yeah. Karen's always offended. She's so, I feel so bad for Karen. <laughs> Everyone's always talking about how she's complaining so much. I'm just like, maybe someone should have talked to Karen. Well, maybe if she wasn't a bitch. <sighs> And that's it. Uh, well, that's your opinion, care. and I respect that. Oh, All right. Agree to us. disagree. We're growing oh, up, guys. Oh. This is how humans should be. <laughs> what? Agree to disagree. Well, fuck. Um, yeah, so that was a good pause on mental boundaries. So I'm going to so, get into the... Wait, what? was that mental? I thought we were what? talking about emotional boundaries. <clears throat> No, that was all mental boundaries, but your oh. emotions were very attached to your mental boundaries, and I respect that. Well, if anything <laughs> I said was incorrect, then that's why. It's Nothing is ever about. incorrect here. Oh. This is a safe space. Oh, You're allowed oh. to be a fucking dumbass and say things, and we like to unless, be real. Unless you try and say triangles have four sides, because then I will fight you. Yeah. What yeah, if you count both sides, then they have, I guess, never mind. <laughs> Six sides, inner and outer. Still doesn't equal four. I know. I realized that after I started talking. Fine. So emotional boundaries. <laughs> Distinguish separating your emotions and responsibility for them from someone else's. I'm going to repeat that one more time. Emotional boundaries distinguish separating your emotions and responsibility from them, for them, from someone else's. It's like an imaginary line or force field that separates you and others. Healthy boundaries prevent you from giving advice, blaming, or accepting blame. They protect you from feeling guilty for someone else's negative feelings or problems and taking others' comments personally. Hi, I'm real bad at that. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, think, I think guilty is a keyword there. Yeah. yeah. As soon as you said that, I was like, oh, I'm terrible yeah. at that. Wait, yeah, all day, every day, Lauren, Jeffrey. Danielle. Well, as soon as like Brian's upset about something, I'm like, well, what the fuck did I do wrong that I could right. fix this? Right. Like you'd have had nothing to do with me. I'm like, what yep. could I have done to help alleviate? Yeah. How could I have present prevented this without seeing the future and known that this was going to happen and have stopped it before it even could have the yeah. chance of happening? Yeah. When it happened while he was at work and I was here. Right. How could I have fixed it? How could I have stopped it? Right. Yeah. I'm That's terrible. Terrible. Telepathy. Terrible yeah, I gotta so work on my telepathy. healthy yeah. emotional boundaries require Strong clear theory. internal boundaries, knowing your feelings and your responsibilities to yourself and others, which this is where I fail because I don't understand my own emotions because I spent so long trying to fix everybody else's, which, you know, I can look at somebody and be like, something's wrong with this person. Let's work through that with them. And then people are like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I feel weird. 
you're a sponge. I think, that's, I think that's an okay response. Like, you don't always have to know. But I, it doesn't always have to be an answer. I mean, emotions are complex. Like, it's, yeah, they, you need time to learn. That's well, why they're also complex when you've been a sponge for 50 other people. And yeah. you've taken on all of their emotions. Yeah, and it's like, which one of so these emotions... Wrong? I don't know. Right, which one of these are mine? And which one of these are something that I have taken from somebody else and now I'm carrying with me and I don't know how to get rid of? And that's where mm. then I no longer know what I'm feeling because I feel everybody else so much. So, so that's I've learned, very interesting. even this morning, I put my phone on do not disturb because people were messaging me before my appropriate time. It wasn't you this time, Lauren, don't worry. Yay! <laughs> um, but well, I don't so, think I was messaging this month, this morning. No, you weren't. You were in quiet. I was, I was like, I was working. <laughs> Oh, I was well, actually working. No, I turned off my do not disturb and there was like two messages from you. And I was like, huh. But I mean, like, even with work, like, they know I start at 7.30 and I'll get messages starting at 6.30 and they're just like nonstop. And I'm like, stop it. And I can't, like, I have a really hard time not feeling guilty about not replying. So yeah. I was just like, I'm going to try something new today. And I put on do not disturb mode and I did my Duolingo and there were no things popping up in my face. And it was just like, oh, I've done that a few times. Sent a boundary. Yes. Some Francais? No, I'm no. actually learning Norwegian because we are very Norwegian, Why the Jeffrey. Fuck not? I know that. Yeah. So say, it's a really hard Ufta. language. It's a very, very hard language. This morning I learned I have several ducks which is I har flura fugen. I har flura, flura fugen. And I was so, like, it's a Swedish chef, basically. <laughs> like, he's probably saying real things. I har flura fugen. Jesus. Anyway. Uh, like, that, that phrase came from, like, an act, like, an actual, like, a TV personality? Is that what you meant, the Swedish chef? I'm sorry, Jeffrey. Do you not know who the Swedish chef is? It might be too little. Okay. Well, first of all, too we're little. To, <laughs> that's seven <laughs> years. Ornate young. Okay, I'm not little. You're small. <laughs> um, yeah. Your so baby. This, the Swedish chef. I will send you clips because Lauren hashtag Swedish chef. Uh, Swedish clear, chef. <laughs> clearly. So yeah, he is a character. That uh, I, I'm very upset by you right now. Anyway, but so hey, when he talks, that's it's just, that's. Personal boundaries, okay? Good job. Do you know what he's from? I'm just going to guess Sesame Street. I don't know. I kind of. Yeah. I mean, he is puppety. Yeah. He's a puppet. So, okay. We're he's just with different characters than I mean, Sesame I didn't, Street. I, I was told. See, it's like, <laughs> this is funny thing. I don't even remember. It's like I was brainwashed to have this memory. Um, I was told I didn't like the Sesame Street growing up. <laughs> That's fine. Sesame Street's bad for you anyway. Oh yeah, Lord. mixing people and puppets like that. No. Blasphemy. <laughs> no, the short-term attention span nature of the clips. Yeah. I just absorbed it all. So then I just learned lots of things and now that's what's wrong with me. I didn't like it because of that. Because it would be like, do this and this and this. And I was like, well, I just started the other thing. Like, I was oh. a weird kid. Like, I need time to practice. See, now, now we have TiVo and you can pause it. Like, when I was a kid, I would just you watch can count Fantasia to six. on repeat. 
You'd watch what? Fantasia. That's on repeat, though. Yeah, but when you're like six. What's uh? So, what's your favorite song from Fantasia? Ooh. I really like the dinosaur one. Hey, do you know that. the Do you know the composer? No. Oh, that's the most important part of the whole movie. I okay, didn't tell us, Jeffrey. Tell I don't us. know. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Name a song from Fantasia. Uh, what is it? Um. Uh, it's uh, it's it's Gershwin Rhapsody in Blue, I think, or something like that. All right. it's, it's the All first right. song, like the New York song. Yeah. Um, they're drawing the, the the crazy jazz like that? song that starts in the beginning. Yeah, <laughs> that was it exactly, <laughs> just like that. <laughs> um, but the song, you know, the song is supposed to represent. Uh, it's an it's an it's a sonic version of the chaos of the city, you know. Yeah. Right. And it represents drawing the city. If you haven't seen Fantasia, listeners, please. Yeah, we're Go selling it great, right? <laughs> we're also selling. Let's just get. I can't with the not. Okay, so the Swedish chef is from the Muppets, <laughs> Jeffrey. Muppets. <laughs> Do you know the Muppets? I think I know the Muppets. Alrighty, you. I'm sure Kermit the Frog. Yeah. Miss Piggy. Okay, that's a, the old men in the balcony. That, <laughs> the cranky old men. What? They were my favorite. W weren't they part of Sesame Street? The Muppets? I don't know. I don't they might have blended it at some point. But I mean, they might have had a crossover, but... Oh, yeah. boy. But yeah, I so don't I, think so. So the frog was married to the pig. Yeah, Miss Piggy. Just what do you saying, have against interspecies? No, I'm, not, I'm just saying Kurt, <laughs> Kermit must have been... Uh, I mean, all I'm saying is Miss Piggy. Miss Piggy it? is a um. She's a she's a she's a talented woman. She knows what she wants. She's got a whole lot of character, <laughs> and Kermit is a frog. So I'm just saying he probably <laughs> also has some things going for him if he's with Miss Piggy. He's got that hippity hop. He's got banjo skills. Yeah, he does. That's true. He does. But Miss Piggy knows uh, how to set boundaries. She she fucking does. Oh, and that's wow, why people yeah. didn't like hey, her. Segway. <laughs> what did it, guys? Ooh, circle around. Back on track. <laughs> people so who set hard and so. fast boundaries ended up getting shit on. Because people don't like that. Yeah, well, because, I mean, especially as a female, if you set hard boundaries, all of a sudden you're a bitch. You or are a prude. Bitch. Or... Ooh, yeah, and that is a great thing to say because I think that that goes along with what women wear. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if a woman wears, or, or I should rather say a female-bodied person wears, um, you so know, a, a skirt, I think it's an appropriate way to speak. It you is. Know, it's I inclusive like it. language. We <laughs> use cute. inclusive language. Um, it, it. All those kavinas. It, it's what? That's <laughs> women in Norwegian. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Swedish chef again. Let me, let me get my notepad out. Yeah, <laughs> my Swedish chef. Dialect. I'm sorry. Continue. You are making a very valid point. Um. Yeah. I mean, it, it's thing. You know, it's it's luckily it's something that's become more commonplace to our society, um, or or at least you know the sect of society that I choose to indulge or consume. Um, the 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 attire that 
that anyone chooses to wear. I guess it doesn't, it shouldn't matter if you're a female bodied or male bodied person or, or otherwise, um, you know, something that makes someone feel sexual when you look at them, you know, that's okay. That's, that's not bad, but then acting on it and then projecting mm -hmm. that on the person, I guess, yeah. more projection of, of how you feel onto other people. Um, I think you gotta, you know, you gotta remember like people wear things to be comfortable. People want to be attractive. Of course, you know, if like, if you dress up in an attractive way, you probably would enjoy to be looked at, but not to be catcalled or to be touched or to be approached. Um, and that doesn't, you know, maybe not everybody feels that way, but certainly that's, that's a boundary. Um, clothing is not an invitation to, to anyone else. You know, it's just for you to express yourself. And that yeah. is for, for anyone, you know, like, yeah. If I wear my pajamas to the store, it doesn't mean you judge me. I'm just comfortable. Okay. I mean, it's okay right now, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> well, not going to the store. Don't go to the. Don't go to the store. Stay at home, but don't order at Amazon. But, just, I, but stay at home. Uh, but that's why I just did it all yesterday. So. <laughs> um. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, that, I, I like that's a, that. A good old physical boundary there. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I I like the whole idea of our personal boundaries the people crossing the line by trying to project their own boundaries onto us and that's where things start to get uncomfortable that's where you get into these situations where it has now become extreme and now i am no longer safe or comfortable um so it's trying to find this how do I have my own personal boundaries and respect yours without feeling that I need to project my own personal boundaries onto you? Um, I think that is where most of the world struggles is I have these personal boundaries. They work for me. Now they have to work for you, which nobody's personal boundaries are going to be the same. We can discuss no. them and see what is similar, but even if we have the same personal boundaries, maybe one day I need more personal space than you feel like you need. So now all of a sudden you are projecting your personal boundary on me and now I can no longer feel comfortable. And right. I've lost that sense of myself because of that. Um, and I think a lot of it is, it just goes back around to how do we communicate that in a way where it's effective and it doesn't come back with being defensive. And even if it starts off being defensive, how do we calmly continue the conversation to bring it to a place where it's now comfortable and we can discuss it and be adults? And maybe you yell and that's okay. You know, there's not gonna be every day where we are one solid emotion and everything is just balanced and perfect. And you know, there are things that we cannot control always all the time and that's going to eat at us and you know there are days at work when i'll be sitting there and there won't be anything for hours and then all of a sudden six people want to talk to me all at once and i'm like what in the actual shit like i've just been sitting here doing my work and now i want to go like have lunch and everybody's like i need this right now i need you have 20 minutes to do it and i'm just like foot and shit like <laughs> um and that's something that i have to take on in that moment because when you know, they're paying me, but you know, um, also knowing that it would make me feel guilty later on if I didn't do it right now. So it's like finding that I have to do this right now. So I feel better later on. 
but maybe that means that I have to neglect something else that I might not be usually neglecting right now. Um, and that's kind of setting my own personal boundary of understanding that my guilt will override my ability to enjoy my life later on. So if I cannot take care of this certain thing right now, it's going to affect me later because I don't have the capacity or the energy to be able to not feel like it is, it's my fault that something didn't happen. So in essence, it, that's a decision you're making to ignore your own needs in a moment so as to protect your needs in the future. Yeah. And that's self-preservation. Right. And that's a personal boundary I have to set because there are things that are out of my control. And there's always going to be things out of my control. Like we have to take care of our adult children or our pets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or our actual children-sized children. Um, and you know, there are things that they're incapable of doing for themselves. So it's like, where do I stop helping you and let you help yourself? And where do I assist you and help you grow in this? How do I teach you these personal boundaries and it's been <laughs> how to so manipulate hard. people? <laughs> it's been, because th that's one of the things that I deal with now every day is because when I'm in at my desk working and I know that she's just sitting out there by herself alone. She's lonely because she's a hypersocial person and she can't function on her own. So I just sit in here all day and feel like shit because I know she's feeling miserable and I feel like it's my fault even though it's not I have to work she normally would be at school and it would be fine like this isn't an intentional thing we did to her to just right. pull her out of school and be like all right hey coming out at home <laughs> yeah talk to the wall <laughs> pretend your reflection is your sister no, no. <laughs> yeah she's in a good headspace that started the other day this is my sister we're gonna play and I was like oh that's healthy you're like psychologytoday.com. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, it's hard. Yeah. It is really fucking hard. And I, nobody is perfect and nobody has perfect boundaries and nobody can have perfect boundaries because the world is a fucking mess and humans are not perfect in any, no, any fashion. Yeah. Um, and so every, the best we can do is just try and verbalize, verbalize, right. communicate yeah. what the boundaries are, what we need how we can work around them and accommodate them right with the people that are important <laughs> so you're saying that we have to treat everyone like an individual and we yeah, can't just sorry. pretend Whoa. that everyone's the same motherfuck blasphemy <laughs> um i think that's, that's a really good point though is um you know one one thing that people forget all the time is how different we actually are you know, and I think that contributes to a lot of disparities in society is, mm -hmm. is, is kind of this, you know, kind of a, 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 a fallacy I see a lot is, is even right now, it's like, oh, we're all in this together. We're all alone together. That's true, kind of. I mean, everybody feels it their own way, though. You know, everybody's experiencing this a different way. Like, some people might really need attention. Um, from from an individual and some other people might really just need to take some space from someone they've been spending a lot of time with and you know it's like everybody's feeling their own unique way about this but of course you know i think in a in a marketing capitalist society that's we want to make it a model to paint over everyone to 
make it easy to think about, you know, instead of being like, oh, it is complex. So we are all different and individuals, you know, it's like, um, you know, everybody has different backgrounds, different cultures and ethnicities and, 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 you know, socioeconomic statuses and friend groups and all these things come together. And, you know, it's important to remember that we're all different, even though we would like to all be treated equal. Um, you have to remember that even though there needs to be equality for everyone, there's still, like you said, you need to treat everyone like an individual and yeah. remember that everybody's complex and has their own base needs, has their own base identity. And, um, you know, it's not easy. It's hard work to remember that everybody's an individual and to give energy to all of those ideas. <laughs> I hit my desk. It's fine. Um, the dog squeaked. <laughs> I know. Stop. Yeah, you make yeah, a very, some, some, very valid points. Some people's hit their desk. Some people's dog squeaks. You know, we're just giving you some distractions. It's fine. We're doing on, the best we can. <laughs> I'm running on my tangent. And they're like doing anything they can. They're like, <laughs> make them stop. <laughs> no, I, the thing is like, I want to say things with you. Like yeah. you're making lots of good points. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, again, you know, it's, it's easy to get in or, I mean, I've never done this before. It's easy to run on my tangent and kind of say, what That's I'm feeling. What I feel like I, I, I apologize. Um, no. I feel like Lauren no, has fine. been letting us yell at each other. You know, she, yeah. I do that a lot. I just like, I'm going to yell, Lauren. And she's like, okay, I'm here to support you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I encourage you to, to speak if you would like, but not if it's outside of your comfort zone. Well, you know what? I'm going to fucking speak because you goddamn speak. My then. brain will forget it if I don't. <laughs> um, a lot. So the things that you're saying about how our experiences have molded us into these different people and we each experiencing things differently and all this stuff. There is so much truth into that. But at the same time, if we go into our actual bodies, not the brain, which tells us, you know, you're actively thinking, these are the things that I'm feeling, but your body, which actually just experiences it. Most of our bodies are going to feel the same experiences even though the experiences that we physically had or we had mentally are completely different. So any trauma that we go through, and I know I bring this up a lot to you guys individually, but traumas that we have, no matter the trauma that we went through, whether you were in war or somebody abused you or you went through a loss, your body just recognizes it as trauma. It doesn't know that your experience to get to that trauma was different than this other person's. Mm. It's just recognizes it as something that caused you trauma to your body. And a lot of people hold that within their muscles. So like if you go and get super deep tissue massage, oftentimes it's going to release emotions from a very specific part of your life. I tend to hold my stress in my hips. So when I start to massage them out, I can have the tendency to get emotional. Um, you know, you start releasing, you're flowing these things back through your body. My body doesn't really recognize that it came from these specific moments. It just knows that it's there. Mm -hmm. And that's how we can connect, even though we have all of these unique experiences, is how do we experience things within our body and how do we discuss that with people? So what are the emotions that come from my body from a, a trauma? You don't need to know the specific trauma, but what is my body telling me now? Mm. Why am I reacting this way to a certain situation? If there's lots of sounds happening, I get tense. 
what is causing that? Where am I holding that tension in my body? <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, those types of things like, what is it? So you, you know, for Lauren, Lauren shifting in the chair, she's like, where yep. is it? Gosh, no, it's right where there. are you feeling it? So for Lauren, this constant sound, this misophonia yeah. causing trauma within her body. For me, you know, it could be high energy person just in my space for too long. <laughs> That's my trauma in my body. You know, for Jeffrey, what do you feel? What do you feel your trauma is in your body? What causes you to hold that tension? Um, you mean like the like the way where I how I internalize it or where I mm -hmm. feel it kind of you can centralizing? Go with yeah. Yes. Uh, All of it. Yeah. I mean, I think that's. Uh, that's a good question. I mean, I love to. I mean, I'm an escapist with my emotions, so I love to ignore them and fly away as far as I can. And, um, <laughs> you know, whether that's, yeah, you know, just being honest, whether if it's, if it's drinking or, or smoking or hanging out with as many people I can or going on bike rides and just constantly being stimulated, um, you know, I kind of, it, and, and I guess, you know, that's, that's one of the things that's important about this time is kind of all having so much time to just settle in your space you kind of have to look at your body and feel your body um and you know i i definitely feel it a lot in 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 my neck and my shoulders i think that's really common um, yeah. slouching and you know tension just kind of falls <laughs> right in those spots um definitely in, in my scalp like when i'm tired and stressed mm -hmm. my neck and my scalp are just on fire um until i can get some rest uh and, oh. So you know, you basically just told yourself a way to discuss your traumas with other people. So by talking about tension in your shoulders, by bringing it into the body, something that we can physicalize, something that we can understand, you can have conversations with people that will maybe open up the emotional conversation that allows those boundaries to feel more comfortable because you've given them something they can tangibly understand. So if you give that tangibility to people, something they can grasp onto, something that's more logical, it allows the doors to open for the emotional part. Yeah, and it's crazy that you have to communicate with your own self, you know, yeah. on a base level before you can come out and talk to other people. Well, um, I mean, how can you be truly genuine if you don't know how to experience it yourself? Yeah. Yeah, and that's something that, you know, that's something that's, that's what we can't do. It's a lot of people don't have time for that. Um, right, which, which is absurd. Well, they do it's like, now. Right, yeah, said, I goddamn do now, and I hate <laughs> Figure it. Figure your shit out. <laughs> Figure out your shit. But I mean, even you know, covering up your your wanting to not feel with substance or you know, constantly moving or whatever it is that you do, that's also okay because you might not be in a place where you can actually deal with it. And sometimes you need to go until you find a point in your life where there is someone who you feel like can support you without making you feel like shit. <laughs> right. And it's, that's even hard to learn. You know, it's like you get so distracted all the time. It's like someone could be draining all your energy constantly and you don't even realize it until you, you have time away from them. But some people you don't have time away from. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'm not talking about the six year old here. <laughs> no. 
no, uh, but like even so then it's like what a lot of these things that are stressing us out are things <laughs> that we can't control which is why like i know me and lauren do this where we listen to music to drown mm -hmm. out all the things that we can't control because with music it's the one thing in our head it's not i'm actually just listening noises. to music right now i'm not even listening to you guys <laughs> you know what you're saying. i've just been <clears throat> slowly turning up spotify and turning down zoom like this shut time. these people up um but yeah so like with when i put headphones on i can control the sound i can control the volume i know that it's going to be a constant stream it's not going to surprise me with a big uh, 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 i need you a big blast of energy in my face unless i'm on random and my my list goes to screaming metal um but you know i have control screaming over that <laughs> well there's screaming metal and then there's like what enjoy that what <laughs> so is this like tungsten and then iron is that what we're talking about? What's the the lady band one? Oh, shit! Yeah, this is called Oh Shit. I made a I made a bad joke. Nobody laughed. You know, I'm gonna ignore your uh, chemistry jokes here because I don't you're remember serious people in your tungsten. Um, uh, fun fact: <laughs> if if anyone would like to know, um, here's my fun fact in the in the in the later parts of the episode. I want to know your fun fact. Yeah. Um, the chemical symbol for tungsten is W. Also, tungsten is the filament in all of your incandescent light bulbs. Light, light bulbs, incandescent light bulbs at home. Like my light bulbs. It's got that. Have... It's got that soft, warm. I have LED kind of lights. Light. Yeah, see, so, so LEDs, your light-emitting diodes, <laughs> are not but tungsten. Why, why is tungsten W? What's the Latin term for it? Um, I think w it's wolf, wolfram is <laughs> what the Latin word is for it. And, and, and usually, I mean, a lot of elements are named after the person who discovered them. I don't, I don't remember what wolfram is exactly, or tungsten at least. Um, it's just one of those unique ones that has the the latin name like like iron is fe which stands yep. for ferrous or ferrum depending on the state right here's another fun fact if i may deliberate this <laughs> is my favorite go. one this is my favorite one okay this is right. really exciting and people okay. are gonna people are gonna be sitting at the edge of their seats They're and then jump shit off their and, pants and just <laughs> throw their arms in the air in excitement when they okay. hear this i right. know it um so uh back in the day in rome um, they made all of their irrigation with lead pipes, right? Um, and uh, <laughs> they so, tried. so that there's they tried, and there's actually there try. are you know there's there's tales about people going mad in the bathhouses because of the lead in the water. Oh, that um, poisoning. Right. Uh, I'm like, I wonder why Rome fell. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you got all you got all the you got all the aristocrats sitting in poison and in toxic radioactive water. And we're like, what happened to them? That's so weird. Um, anyways, uh, the Latin word for um, lead is plumbum or plumbus. And that is why we now have the term plumber as a person who works on the irrigation in your home because like of it. lead pipes in Rome. And the Latin <laughs> word for lead is. Plumbum. 
TVs was, like on it. the elemental it table. Was the best lesson that we could have had. Yeah. yeah. See, this is my degree coming out. I'm just like, you know well, what? See, if, I'm not, if I'm not gonna get a job in my field, I'm just gonna come on podcasts and just say <laughs> stupid things. Talk about the periodic table. You know, now yeah. that you see, you'll have to share the podcast, make sure that people know, and that can mm -hmm. be part of your interview. You'd be like, look, look at this shit that I know. I know There's it. no personal boundaries when it comes to the elemental table. <laughs> that's, that's it's everywhere. They, it's a part of your body. How do those electrons feel? Well, uh, <laughs> the uncertainty um, aspect of electrons means that we don't really know. To and say what the else? Least. What about what else about them? I think I'm going to go ahead and kind of relinquish this this train <laughs> here. This is, I'm sorry. <laughs> Why? That's I don't great. have anything to contribute because I never took science. Oh, yeah, I don't know why I even chose the degree Some, I did sometimes. It just sounded fun. I was somehow, a kid. Now I have a bunch of debt. Out. Hey, uh, pro tip for young listeners who might want to go to college, don't. Young listeners we have. <laughs> don't. Just go to trade school. Go to trade school. Fine. Yeah, be a plumber. Go get, a, go get certified to be a plumber. <laughs> <laughs> But now you know why it's called that. But now you know why. And now you know what all that mean, all that background. Now you are all the way back to Rome. You're going to be representing those Roman plumbers <laughs> who built the bathhouses. It's a noble job. Um, wow. So before we <laughs> talked about that. Oh, man. That's where were we? This is, where, this, this is where, like, if, we were, if this podcast had, like, ads, you would be like, we're going to take a break. And then we <laughs> would, like, we would rewind break. and be like, what the hell? Where <laughs> oh, were no. we? I pre See, we pretended we were going to start, like, by editing things out. And then we did the first one. And I was like, fuck that shit. We're hilarious. Just go. Like, I like our random tangents because not all the, only are they informative. But they, you know, they spring from other things. Like, what the hell made us think of that? And it's all these other things that they listen to. And now they've joined us on our crazy brain journey. <laughs> Welcome. They're inside of our personal boundaries. There. We brought them in with We're us. We deep gave inside them, of our own personal we boundaries. We gave them permission to join us inside of our bubble. Right. So, speaking of that, then what have we got over thus far, as far as boundaries go? We did material, physical, mental, emotional, sexual. The only one left is... Did we do sexual? Yeah, you talked about that. Well, I think I kind of brushed that. <laughs> I think that's more of a physical... You know, that is a sexual... I mean, yeah, 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 because... Yeah, I mean, you don't want someone to kind imply of sexuality. Right. Yeah, they, all, they are all intertwined. And, that, and I think that's kind of a challenging thing about kind of having sectors to all these all these boundaries and understanding you know the, the the importance of each one also that's true well yeah i mean the only thing that the sexual boundaries that we didn't really like dive in on is even if i set my own sexual boundaries of saying no then some asshole is still going to be like i'm projecting onto you my inability to listen to you saying no yeah but i think it's more than saying no yes or no you know it's not black and white there's like no it's definitely not i mean everything's gray like like you said, <laughs> I mean, like like we are all three very good at is is trying to put others before us, right? Um, and trying to please someone else, maybe not in a sexual context, but that, that is important to remember that like, you know, everybody has needs and 
for sexual boundaries or for any boundary, I think, you know, the most important thing is communication and yeah. starting at a very basic level with people and, and learning what they need and listening <laughs> to what they need. And at the same time, you are a person and you need to remember what you need and you need to help express that to people um, yeah. so they can have a better interaction with you and you can have a better interaction with them. Um, so I think that at the very least, you know, if, if you are intimate with someone, um, and I think this can happen with, with, with relationships that are old or new, you know, and especially with old ones, like you get in habits, uh, kind of, you know, you, you wear out a rut and you, you have behaviors that you just kind of repeat <laughs> over and over and again. Um, and I think it's good to always ask how people are feeling you know, when you're interacting with them at a, you know, on an intimate level and, um, make sure that everybody is enjoying what's going on. <laughs> still kosher? Yeah, yeah it's still kosher. Page. It might even be boring. Like, you never know. Like, right. somebody Sometimes might want to try that, something man. and you don't know. And yeah. you don't know if you don't ask. It's true. Or you don't know, or they don't know if you don't tell them. You know, and that's... Yeah. Yeah. So, <sighs> communication and boundaries. I mean, that, good. that's really the main thing with all of yeah. them. The only the only one we haven't talked about is spiritual brown boundaries boundaries um <clears throat> which they they relate to your beliefs and experiences in connection with god or a higher power um so the people who are very bible pushing don't respect your spiritual boundaries mm-hmm. at all nope um so just tell them no i'm just gonna end with that because fuck that <clears throat> There or conversely, are, I think that people who choose to not have an excessive amount of spirituality might shun people who have any amount, which is pretty, yeah. pretty ignorant <laughs> to do. I mean, I did that a lot, kind of exploring my own spiritual beliefs, you know, as a teenager, which I think is normal. You know, you get yep. irrational, yeah. lash out, and you argue with people, and you denounce anything else that someone says. And, you know, I think that's just wh- whether you're trying to expose someone to a new idea or shut someone up so they don't tell you something um there's got to be a median for respect both ways yeah because again we're all different and we all have different perspectives yeah and you know it's one of the things that we learn just growing up just when we when we are growing up we are being given everybody else's opinions everybody else's boundaries we're learning from theirs and not often are we taught create your own boundaries figure out what feels good for you yeah um and it's because the people we're learning from aren't necessarily comfortable with their own boundaries or they don't know what those are so they can't pass on that that lesson to us to be able to create our own yeah um and that's why it's good to get out in the world sometimes and meet other people because you will find somebody who has maybe already gone through this and then now they can teach you what you need to know and you know the universe has this way of shoving lessons in your face if you are ignoring them where it's like (laughs) hey bitch you have been ignoring me for 10 years so now I'm gonna just put this right here and now it's yours and you will listen to it um and you know sometimes that's what it takes especially with all of the other noise and chaos in our lives constantly and that's okay we'll get there eventually yeah someday (laughs) i think lauren also said in in the midst of that is you know figuring out your own boundaries Mm -hmm. 
what an important thing, you know, because it does take time and you can be wrong about what your boundaries are one day. Um, and your boundaries can change. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I mean. You know, it's, 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 you know, nothing is static or not, not nothing, but you know, people are allowed to change, I think. Right. Yeah. You know, for me, for me in, in, in any sort of relationship, um, I felt bad if I felt one way on Tuesday and then on Thursday, I realized I didn't really want that. Yeah. You know, maybe that, maybe that didn't work out as great as I thought it was going to. And I'm not sure I can do it again. And you kind of have to maybe take something from someone or, or not maybe like not really taking it, but you're kind of pulling back and bringing yourself, you know, rekind rekindling yourself to try to figure it out again. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. giving Just yourself re space you're to redefining learn. what you need. So nothing is, it's not necessarily that it's wrong or that you were wrong in your choice. It's, we don't usually know what we actually need until we have experienced it. Our right. minds, our imaginations have these lovely ways of making all these grandeur things go on. And, you know, our imaginations are awesome and they can create these false feelings and we connect them to things that we think they belong to. But then when we actually experience it, most of the time it's not actually there. So, yeah. you know, you have to redo the process of what you thought it would be in your mind because now there's probably another person involved and you cannot guess what their experience is going to be mixed with yours. And that's okay. So, together, yeah. Communicate and fucking talk to each other. Basically. Fucking talk. Yeah. And talk, talk to yourself. Talk to yourself. Man, yeah. I mean, that's, I think if, you know, the focus of this episode was to remember boundaries and quarantine. If we're not around other people, don't hide from yourself. Talk to yourself. <laughs> Talk listen, to yourself. Listen like to yourself. It. Figure out what's working. Your body's saying all kinds of stuff all the time. All I mean, like, you know, the tension that manifests in your hips or your scalp or your chest, like, oh, you know, I get anxious and chew my fingers or my fingers. I don't like biting my fingers off. <laughs> chew my fingernails. <laughs> Um, you know, so I, I have this oral fixation to, to, to kind of, to, to stimulate my body in a way that kind of like, you know, I'm like plowing through a bunch of thoughts and then I'm just like ripping through my fingernails and yeah. what I should be doing is I should just take a deep breath and like be with those thoughts and not like try to comfort myself. Um, cause sometimes comforting yourself is not the healthiest way to explore a boundary. I mean, you kind of have to to be outside of your boundaries to learn more about them, have that different perspective. Well, is it comforting or is it distracting and avoiding? Well, that's what I mean. I think comfort is distracting sometimes. You're, you're kind of yeah. settling in a moment to, to, to feel that serotonin that you're not getting from realizing that your body's uncomfortable, you know? Yeah. 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 Man, uh -oh. I think that was... It was good. I like it. It's a nice, <laughs> we, strong finish. Are we getting yeah. close? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, we kind of just go until it feels like that said was all the good. things. <laughs> and, you know, that felt good. I liked that. That was a nice, strong finish. And I like it. I mean, our main takeaway from this is communicate what you need, not only with others, but with yourself. Introspection. And give, yeah. Give yourself right. that time to be okay with setting your own boundaries and changing them when you need to. And if somebody doesn't want to respect your boundaries, tell them to fuck off. Yeah, man. Yeah. Fuck That's off. hard to do too, man. Yeah. It is. Because people feel good sometimes. You don't want to tell them to leave, but 
Yeah, but Wrong. Sometimes you need You're to the most important off. one. Yeah. I, I tell Paul to fuck off sometimes just because I need to not hate him later or myself. Ooh. Like, hate. I can feel <laughs> there's <laughs> I don't ever hate him really. But you no. know, like you have to tell Let the hate throw through you. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. No Star Wars. Um but yeah, I mean there are those moments when you have to you know, I'm gonna respond out of I'm reactionary to something. So I, you go away so that I can focus on me so that I can be there for you. And yeah. sometimes the words that are coherent and actually communicative don't come out. They come out as go the fuck away or, ah! <laughs> you know, or just crying. Yeah. Shit happens. But you know, it's more of, it happens, you know, how do I, I need to heal <laughs> myself so that I can heal you or help support heal you. Yes. And you know, the communication in that is how can I guide somebody else to help support me in that time, which is that's, that's probably where I fail the most is accepting help from others. Right. Yeah, Especially when you're different, you know? Yeah. People different. have different expectations and different boundaries. And it doesn't mean we can't coexist. It just means that we have to uh, learn Try each harder. other's. Sorry. <laughs> Try harder. Try harder. Well, yeah, learn each other's formulas, you know, you gotta, you gotta try to understand each other. You shouldn't, I mean, you know, somebody might disrespect your boundary and of course that might seem like a good reason to kind of push them away. Um, but I think also there may be an, an aspect to that where you can spend a little more energy to try to, to understand each other if it really means that much to you. If you, yeah. if you have yes. the, you know, if you have the space and the energy to give that to that person. Yes. It is okay to sacrifice parts of you to help support other people as long as you have the capacity to do so. If right. it's going to make it to where me supporting you right now makes it so that I can't support you for the next six months because now I've completely depleted all of who I am, it's probably not the best choice. And maybe there is another friend that you can guide to that person that might be able to help them or help support you in helping them so that you're not depleting all of who you are. Yep. <laughs> there it is. There it is. There it is. Mm. I think we, did that. We, we fucking nailed that shit, guys. We nailed it. All Good right. work, team. We that set those boundaries hard. <laughs> look at look at all our boundaries. See them all? They're just, mm. Yeah, they're very square on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> all right, bitches. Thank you for uh, listening to our first guest appearance. Yay! It's my uh, baby brother. His name is Jeffrey Alexander. <laughs> wow. I'll let you Musalria. No. That's just how they announced his name at his graduation from high school. Oh. Yeah, they tried. You got butchered too? Musaria. Yeah. Oh, man. I don't even remember who the principal was at that time. Mr. Blake, I think, was the principal. Oh, yeah. Musaria. But I don't yeah. think he read it. I thought I think somebody else did because they were, like, trading off. They butchered my name too. <laughs> yeah. I just, I don't understand. I became Lauren Michael. Her middle name is Michelle. Yeah. Mm. I became Michael. Congratulations on the new name. So I graduated and had a gender change. And, and had a new identity all of a sudden. You're like, wow, this, you know, the adult life is really weird. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Thanks, guys. Hey. Thanks for joining Thank you. us. Thanks Goodbye. for having me.